0: CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there, and anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders worldwide. Today's update is going to predominantly focus on SHIB, and I want to caveat before I begin the reason why I'm focusing exclusively on SHIB, let's say predominantly, because there will be a brief mention of about a different token later. But I think it's important for a couple of reasons because it can be informational. What happened is my opportunity to also inform you a little bit about the challenges right now with different tokens, different networks, gas fees and exchanges and all of the different things that play in what they're talking about now is an open door opportunity for me to kind of inform and partially educate you guys as to the challenges with cryptocurrency and the fact that it's difficult to really stand out in a very crowded space as crypto happens to be. And their recent announcement, while I understand it, I disagree with it emphatically how they are approaching it, although I do suspect long term it will be successful. I disagree with it in the short term, but I suspected this would happen if you go back in one of the distant episodes, I was talking about the SHIB ecosystem. You have SHIB, you have bone, you have leash and each one was designed to play a part in the entire ecosystem for what became Shiba swap. And initially the thought was that SHIB was going to be the underlying, let's say source token for everything else to support everything else. Then people started to ask the question, well, what's going to happen with Leash? What's going to happen with Bone? And I said, I feel Leash is where you go when you want to basically make profit because it has a heavily constrained inventory. I think it only has like a million tokens in total and circulation. So it's been spiking to like $3,000 when it started at a few hundred bucks. So it's kind of one of those super hyper deflationary tokens that's going to make you some money if you invest in it long term. And it was positioned to support liquidity for the rest of the ecosystem where if shib is going to be kind of the foundational token and that's what they always advertised shib is the foundational token shib is the backbone ship no pun intended shib is going to be the one that makes all this stuff happen that was always the messaging then bone was kind of off to the side and it was never certain how bone played into the ecosystem there were theories i want to say roughly july maybe august there were theories that at some point they would reposition to where bone became the primary token in terms of what they want to buy. And SHIB would kind of be the lesser token and left behind after all the momentum, because they recognized that they couldn't take it any further with the current circ- circulating supply. This was the theory fast forward to just a couple days ago. I sent out my update and I put a hashtag on SHIB AMA. And I talked about the fact of doing an AMA. There's going to be some announcements and I would kind of follow back. With what I learned from this, so I'm going to be covering that now because it's relevant to the conversations around SHIB and Bone in particular, and what I see as the future of ShibaSwap and the forthcoming Shibarium, which was their intent to evolve to a coin as opposed to just being a token, meaning you have your own network. So let me preface by saying, if you don't own any SHIB, this does not affect you yet. And if you decide to buy SHIB later, it will affect you, but not to a dramatic degree. In fact, it might even benefit you if I'm reading their intent correctly. But if I'm misreading their intent and they actually botch it, like I suspect, then it will harm you whether you're a neutral investor or you're um, already in it. So let me just break down what they, what they presented Shibarium to be back months ago. SHIB is considered a token. The difference I mentioned in a past episode of a token versus a coin at the simplest level is tokens exist on an existing chain, Ethereum, Phantom, Binance, Avalanche, Algorand, whatever. They are a token underneath the parent coin. So in Ethereum today, SHIB is a token underneath Ethereum. Doge is a coin on its own chain. So that's the simplest way to identify the separation. And if you're in Coinbase, the way you can easily identify the difference between the two is if you were to try to deposit funds into one of the holdings that you have, the address will change if it's part of an existing network that's not yours. So the way this all works and it's, it's this is preface for the shib discussion When you want to deposit to an Ethereum-based token, so today that could be SHIB, it could be Satama, or any of the other Ethereum-based tokens that are out there, Kishimoto's Ethereum variant, you're essentially depositing into your Ethereum wallet address, regardless. So the address doesn't change based on the separate token because they're all part of that same network. When you send it, then, the network knows that you are sending this type of token but it's an Ethereum ERC-20 type of token. And so when your wallet reads it, it knows that it's that type of token that was sent through the chain. When you send Doge, it knows that that address is specifically for the Doge network. This is why you can't just interchange easily between say Doge and SHIB or from Binance to Ethereum and so on because they're different networks. They're different, think different highways on the roads. They're completely different. And so you need these off-ramps and on-ramps in order to merge into a different network. And that's what the swaps try to do. But like in the case of Tron, you might have to go directly to the Tron network in order to access the tokens, or you'd have to go through an exchange where it doesn't matter. You're just centralized through currency and you're not limited to a network. With SHIB, Shibarium's whole, as it was presented, pitch was that, it would be its own network. SHIB would become its own coin. And as such, you now can control the ecosystem a little bit better, get away from gas fees, simplify the process, and add more utility in, uh, by way of you know more transactional burns and that sort of thing. That's how it was presented. I'm only describing what was presented, not any other commitment. Just this is what we're thinking in our heads. When they did the AMA, they were going in under the premise that everybody was okay with the current way that SHIB works, meaning that there were no concerns to address. We're just kind of evolving what we already have, that we don't need to dramatically change things around. But when they announced that how this is going to happen, it was different than what was initially presented. Initially, again, SHIB was going to be the fundamental foundational token for the entire ecosystem. You can go to various sources and see that was the messaging, the predominant messaging all of this time for months. SHIB is the foundational token of everything. It's the backbone of everything. In the AMA, they announced that for Shibarium, BONE will be the so-called gas token. When you think about a gas token, if it's the Ethereum network, that's the ETH, right? Ethereum gas On Polygon, it's the Matic token. On Binance, it's the BNB, right? They all have a gas token to them. But the reason that this caused some concern from the existing investors, to put it simply, is that means you're not creating a coin at all. Because if you were to transact Doge, Doge is its own network, meaning there is no gas token. You would not need to pair Doge with anything else to trade Doge. You can buy and sell Doge contained in and of itself with no reliance on anything else. Now, if you wanted to convert your Doge to something else, you would then need to pay whatever the gas fees were to bridge over to that network. If it did not have a bridge already in place. So like, for example, I would take Doge and then I would send it to my atomic wallet. Then I would want to buy into some other token. And when I went to buy it, it would use Doge as the source quote gas for it, unless I couldn't. So certain tokens that wouldn't fly. Like if I went when I went and sold some of my SHIB to buy an Satama, no, I had to use Ethereum because they're both Ethereum-based tokens. So by using Bone as a gas token, that means you're still tethered, no pun intended, to the Ethereum network to do this, which is contradictory to what was presented. That being that SHIB would be the underlying token that everything happens with, and so that's number one. If Shib is not going to become a coin. That means you're still doing with the Ethereum network. That means you're still doing with gas fees. And if you're using bone for that purpose, then there's a second contradiction I'll talk about in a minute, but it does not conform to the promises made early on about what Shibarium was intended to be, which was we're trying to make it our own network and our own coin, it's going to do its own thing. Da, 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 da. This was not, this didn't go over very well with the people listening on the AMA who said, and they repeated what I've said, which is, well, no, you said SHIB was going to be the be all end all of this thing. Why all of a sudden is bone in the equation. The, now this brings me to the second problem with this. SHIB has an extensively high remaining circulating supply. I believe as of last count, it's like 400 or 500 quadrillion tokens. I believe it's, it's high. It's, it's not insignificant. And as a result, that means the price movement cannot go past a certain speed because there's too much out there. So they're relying on the transactional burns to get them by. Earlier, I believe it was November when it spiked to the super high, it was because CoinMarketCap misreported the remaining supply that was circulating. And so when they fixed it, it level set back down the price to what it really should have been had they included the right pricing for and the right remaining circulating supply. So once they fixed it, now we basically right sized the price and now it can't get past the initial all-time high. Well, the relevance of that is that your initial all-time high basically told us the story about its peak potential given the supply that was there because they had not done any, remember there's no automated burn. There's no recurrent burn. It's all transactional burns that you're relying on other transactions to make it happen. In theory, the transactional burn should help speed things up. But because there's so much inventory out there, it'll take years before they burn through what's remaining. So given the quandary, the theory was if SHIB is going to be the underlying token and you use SHIB to perform the transactions and you pair that with burn because it's a gas token, you would get the circulating supply down faster because that means that you take however many current holders that SHIB has, I think it's up to 500,000 now, however many holders that you have. And if they are all transacting through Shibarium, then you would burn through the remaining supply way faster than you would without it. Doing it on bone means that the SHIB token won't have the same expectation of burned circulating supply, which means that the price is not going to be able to be moved any faster than it already is. That's problem number one. The expectation was if you're going to use SHIB to do this, then things will go faster because we're going to be doing natural burns by way of transactions. Since that's not SHIB, SHIB is not going to be affected directly by the transactions that happen in Shibarium as you told us it would do. But the bigger issue, my concern, bigger concern, and I'm calling this out and I will at them because I want to get a response. I doubt they will because they're not really good about it. But my bigger concern is, Bone has a constrained inventory, I believe, as of the last time. And I am a holder of bone, but I don't have a significant amount of it. I just bought a small pool of it, and then I've got some wolf rewards, but I don't have a significant amount uh, of it because, for the most part, I just don't see or I didn't see any utility when they first talked about it. They had not finalized, okay, what is this thing going to really do for the ecosystem? As such, I did not directly invest heavy amounts of money into the bone ecosystem. And I do have staked a uh, ship that earns bone, but the rate is so darn low that I just kind of leave it there and don't, don't do anything with it. But bone bone has a, it has a constrained supply as well. Uh, it's supply. The last time I checked, it was like 250 million. So it's a heavily constrained, not as constrained as leash, but certainly a constrained inventory and there's roughly about 7 million in circulation which means there's a lot of potential out there and i think what they're trying to go after is basically scarcity of supply on bone and leash and by way of scarcity of supply you would see significant price movements on the bone side and on the leash side for the purposes of supporting liquidity which in theory should support the gas movements i believe that's what their thought process was the problem or risk, I'll call it a risk. It's not a problem yet. I'll call it a risk. The risk is that by and large, I would argue the vast majority of people who are in the Shiba ecosystem never paid any attention to Bone because it was never part of the advertisement. It was never part of the communication. It was never part of any justification about why somebody should buy into this thing. It was always kind of, well, it's here. You get it as rewards and that, but then the percentage is a joke. Cause if I were to compare, like if I were to take my earn hub right now and I don't have a big earn hub stake, but if I were to tell my earn hub to do any fleck to get bone, I would get more bone than I get with my staked SHIB in Shiba Swap. That's not the way it's supposed to be, but the percentage is just darn low with the way that they've done it, that it's, it's almost a joke at this point for most of the people that were, even the people that are in the ecosystem, to have invested in Bone to this point. I did a small amount, and I've watched it, and it's had pretty significant price sways. It's pretty volatile, and that's because of the constrained inventory, but it also has had a lot of significant sellout over time just because nobody made a case about why we should hold this business until now, and then all of a sudden, because people sold out of the thing, Now we're confronted with this decision. Okay. Do you buy back into bone knowing it's constrained inventory? And yes, there's a strong potential. You're going to be made rich off of it. However, if it's to be used as the gas to support Shiba Swap and Shibarium transactions going forward, then that means that you're basically spending money in order to do this. But more importantly, because bone is still an Ethereum based token it almost is counterproductive because you're not getting away from the gas because you're still tied to Ethereum. So that didn't sit well with people on the AMA because you haven't solved the problem that you said you were solving with the ecosystem and Shibarium, which was to get away from gas fees or at least excessive gas fees. It goes back to what I said on the Satama update. Anytime there's a promise that you're going to get away from gas fees or minimize gas fees, I'm skeptical because it's part of the network. It's hard to understand. It's part of the network. You're not going to get away from it. So how are you going to address that? And nobody's really had a solid answer. So then the counter from some of the naysayers has always been, well, all you have to do is stake your SHIB. And if you stake your SHIB, then you're going to get bone for free. But as I said, the rate is a joke. Right now, it doesn't make any sense to do it because you are it's a joke. It's not sustainable. Now, I want to flip this a little bit and give kind of a vision of what I see in the future. For those that do go all in on Bone, Bone was able to get as high as $40 per coin-ish at one point. This was months ago. And it hasn't smelled that any time since. However, it's never gone below half a dollar-ish. So it has a reasonable stability of value and there's still a lot that's not in circulation. So it has strong growth potential. My criticism for the ship team is number one, they shifted gears on what they were going to do for Shibarium, which I think was bad. And I honestly feel that the better answer, I understand why they did what they did, but I feel like the better answer was to keep with what you were doing and put SHIB as that fundamental and use it to do excessive burn of the remaining supply. And then use BOM as just kind of off to the side supporting of the liquidity changes that needed to happen to support the rest of it. Like to me, if you think about the human body, because let's talk about animals and dogs since that's what they're doing. SHIB is the animal. Okay. So if SHIB is the animal, the animal can independently move, the animal can independently think, the animal can carry different things from point A to point B. so logically the animal should be the one that's making transactions happen because your animal is doing this. however, your animal cannot function without bones, although it your animal also will eat bones from other things. so that may be the thought process is okay we we treat bone as basically the whole quote unquote skeleton that makes the animal run. I'm saying that that was never the sales pitch. That was never the messaging. That was never the marketing. It was never clear why that's a thing. You just said, go ahead and stake it, earn your bone without really helping people understand. And I've argued multiple times for people to use ShibaSwap, but the Ethereum gas fees got in the way. When you take the approach that now bone is going to be the backbone, pun intended, and you Basically, you're not selling why people should do it because you haven't gotten away from the gas fees. Thus, it may be perceived by certain people as a bit of a bait and switch. So my feedback to the team is if your thought process was, well, the bones make your animal do the thing because they can't do the thing without bones, that's cool. But I think you still need to solve what you initially said you were solving, which is to get away from excessive gas fees. As long as bone remains an Ethereum token, you haven't done that. So if you're going to do that, I think that needs to be part of the conversation. Is Bone going to then become its own coin and SHIB is not going to be a coin? If SHIB SHIB becomes coin, then why do you need Bone? Do you see what I'm saying? We still haven't answered the core question of the initial conversations about Shibarium, which was to get away from gas fees and become your own network. If you're becoming your own network, then we have to answer the question why an Ethereum token is still necessary to process those transactions. If the thought process is that your animal who would do it still needs bones to function, you haven't solved the problem. Then if your vision has changed, you should openly communicate it and simply say what we told you on Shibarium. It's not going to work. We're shifting gears. Here's why we're shifting gears. Here's what we think in the shift of gears And my gut tells me that it is a pretty transparent attempt to simply get more eyes on bone. That's what it seems like to me. I don't see that it's a fundamental, yes, we should do need to do anything other than we need to get more eyes on bone because nobody cares about it right now. If my theory is correct, that's fine because it has been a neglected token for a very long time and it does need more eyes on it and it does need more people trading and it does need more time and attention. I'm just saying that I think they did a bad job, very bad job of the way that they've handled it and communicated it to where they presented one thing. And then it's a totally different thing. Once the thing gets released, it's like, okay, what, what are you really trying to do here? So just some points, the ecosystem has communicated in the past that bone was designed to be a governance token. And, a DAO was presented as something they wanted to do in the future. And of course, if you've heard me speak about DAOs in the past, it's the whole voting mechanic to vote on what they're going to do. However, they've never, from what I can see as somebody who's in it, they've never done anything to actively go that route. I've never seen them do anything to actively start building that out. Like to me, that should have been one of the first things that was built because I think a lot of the decisions that are happening now are ill thought out. It, it's not, I think they have the best of intentions, but I think the way that they're going about it is so roundabout. And when you have shib holders of this magnitude, like think about this you've got over 500,000 shib holders. And of the 500,000 shib holders, the vast majority are not holding bone or leash directly purchased. And the reason I know this to be true is that I want to give the current numbers of each one of these leash. Currently has shortly over a hundred thousand tokens in remaining supply. I don't know what it started with. I thought it was a million, but it couldn't be a million because I know don't. I know they don't have any significant burn mechanic. So if it has, if that's true, and it has just over a hundred thousand in supply, and its price is currently about fifteen hundred ish, then it begs the question: How many of the people who currently hold SHIB actually hold LEASH? Actually hold BONE? Because if I'm right, and the vast majority are not holding leash, I'm talking holding, I'm not talking ShibaSwap stakes, I'm talking holding it in a wallet. If the vast majority are not, to me that means they have not done a good enough job of covering the basis with respect to getting a use case for why people should buy leash directly. I also think that leash's price movement has been very challenging for existing shib holders because. Again, it did spike. I, wa- I watched it. it. spiked as hard as like 3,000 bucks at one point, and then crashed actually, excuse me looks like it went. looks like it went as high as almost 10,000 dollars, which is a joke. But it, it spiked, it was high, and then it crashed, and now it's down to 1,500. Well, given a constrained inventory, that's fine. but why were you not able to sustain, let's say, four thousand in value? And it's because people would have sold out for profit and not held it. They talked about having a mechanic to reward people that held leash that never came to be. It was just kind of, you're here to make some money and that's what people did. They made money off of it. Great. I think long-term leash has strong potential at, you know, to generate income. But I'm saying that the team has not done a good enough job to really justify why people should hold it. Like I'm stressing on the, why should you hold leash? Why should you hold bone? And it keeps, they keep coming back to the Shiba swap and the staking, but the percentages are not high enough to justify doing it that way either. You'd have to invest significant amounts of money and gas fees on top of it to justify leaving stuff in there to get enough rewards to make it worth your while. So then you stake your Shib and some people stake to way more than I do, and they're saying that no, it's not worth it. there's just not enough that you get on the back end. You can provide liquidity pools, and that's something, but because you're only getting bone out the liquidity, why would that make sense versus providing a liquidity pool to say pancake swap, taking the raw value, and then buying bone on the back end? So my feedback to you guys, if you're listening number one I personally this is my opinion think you made a mistake tying the so-called gas or transactional fees to bone as opposed to SHIB. Even though bone is a, or supposed to be a governance token, I believe it should have been exclusive to the DAO, not to Shibarium. I believe SHIB and Shibarium should be one in the pair to where holding SHIB, that's how you transact through Shibarium to purchase any token that you want. And I know that's kind of like pie in the sky vision, but that's how it was initially presented. I don't believe Bone should be part of that, but I do think that you should be able to use your SHIB to directly buy Bone and or Leash without having to pay gas fees because at that point, you would incentivize people who are holding SHIB who are not satisfied with the price movement that might want to buy into the other side of the ecosystem. Like for me, I would love to take some of my SHIB and directly buy Bone without having to go through Ethereum. You're not set to do that yet, but I was hoping Shibarium would let me do that. If I were to be able to do that, then there'd be a justification for me to get more SHIB because it would support a greater stake in the DAO that's coming later without me having to directly invest in BONE. Because Bone is still an Ethereum token and I'm not going to pay excessive gas fees to buy into BONE more than I already have. It was expensive to get to the point that I'm at and I've refused to do it and I've held to wait and give it a chance to barium to see if it would get me away from that. And it sounds like it's not going to. Because there was another opportunity with everything in Shiba Swap when you talk about burying tokens, where you have different burials for bone and burials for leash and burials for shib. Great, there would have been an opportunity to say, okay, if you bury your shib. We will go ahead and give you bone and leash as rewards. We will bump up the rates because we know they're a joke because you could go to somebody else's staking and earn way more in value than we're giving you to where you, it makes sense to do it. Why would I then use your tool? That should be kind of this click to say, you know what? We need to bump that rate up because it's a joke and we know it's a joke and we need to give more rewards to people in exchange for using our tool as an incentive. And the reason all this matters, honestly, to me, I'm starting to see more of these swaps. Everybody's building a swap, right? And it's starting to get kind of overkill, but I'm seeing more of these swaps that are getting creative with how they issue rewards. Like I honestly think Earnhub's strategy, although they've got bugs in it, the strategy is what I think SHIB should be doing. This idea that we're going to give Thousand percent APYs. We're going to, of your own tokens, like we're not talking anything other than your own tokens. And I get it. The, the inventory is constrained. I understand this. That's why we should have higher rates. Because it's constrained inventory, you have the opportunity to significantly jump up the value of Bone, which is going to entice people to buy directly into it. And you can tie transactional burns against SHIB. And ideally, SHIB should be the gas broker for any transactions over ShibaSwap and or Shibarium to interchange between all the tokens you own and you should be able to woof your rewards without having to spend gas fees. To me, that's given how much time we've spent to just get to the point of an announcement about Shibarium, it feels like they have been focusing in the wrong direction from my perspective where they have not excessively focused on what they said they were gonna do, which is to improve getting away from gas fees to do this stuff, which has been the main thing that holds people back from buying into ShibaSwab, is the gas. Well, we're not solving the core problem. And to that end, we're not improving the benefits that we already offer and what we already have. So then what's the value to the customer? This is what I'm trying to emphasize. I don't see that there's a strong value to the customer in the short term, just like with ETH2O yes, long-term, we'll see some improvements in value in two of the three tokens in the ecosystem. But where does that leave existing SHIB holders? We assume that they will come out positive on the back end, but now they're being forced to wait because we're not making SHIB the true utility token it was presented to be, and or position it as its own coin, which would negate the need for Ethereum gas fees. Either it was too hard or that's coming in the future. Either way, I think it was kind of that you know, uh, oh, let down presentation. I suspect, this is me wrapping up, that the these guys have a long-term vision of where they want things to be and they're going to expect Shiba holders to wait possibly another year before we realize anything that is of significant value to them. I suspect that anybody that's already made millions off SHIB we're not going to see significant amounts of additional people making millions off Shib. I suspect that this is simply an attempt to get more attention on bone and get more people to buy into bone now, which is okay. I suspect that leash is going to appreciate in value again, because people will suspect that they're going to do the same kind of pull tactic on leash where they're going to turn leash into something and Shib will again be left behind. And I also suspect that Shib is going to start losing some holders going into mid 2022. These are all my predictions based on what I heard. I would love the smoke from anybody on the SHIB team who can justify to me why we would not want to use SHIB as the sole be all end all way to deal with gas fees, get away from Ethereum completely. I know it's a it's a bear, it's not easy to do it, but why are we not why have we not made progress towards that? Why are we still dependent on gas? Why are we still having to spend hundreds of dollars just to deal with the rewards that we do get and then why are we not fixing the rates for the rewards that you offer when other competing tokens are doing significantly more in their values and their rates why are we not moving towards making it more attractive to more people why are we not doing more to entice more people other than the organic that's my feedback on that one Again, I suspect it's a long play and it'll all sort out long term, but I'm very disappointed in what I heard because it contradicts what was proposed ages ago. And it doesn't look like it's going to be making any significant progress towards where Doge already is. And like I said before, Doge is already making moves to step to its next level. So then it's just going to cause more contention within the different communities because Doge is moving forward and Shiv appears to be kind of standing still, at least as presented. And I don't want to see that, but it is what it is. And then just a couple of notes to wrap up some previous things that I talked about before the Kishimoto that's still going on. They're going to build a portal. The deadline is actually tomorrow. So if you were going to try to get in today would be your deal. There was some major whale sell-offs at the last minute, which actually excites me because if these guys are long-term it means a lot of people are going to be rich off this thing um, that stay, that hold. And they still have a decent number of holders, but they did have some whale sell-offs. And I'm curious. I'm really curious on that one because the devs strike me as serious. They strike me as they want this. They're they're serious about doing it, and they have the best of intentions. And, and to their credit, if the, if I'm right, they're ignoring kind of the negative noise coming out of their various social media platforms. That could be to their detriment, though. It's not that they're ignoring investors, they're ignoring the negatives, the naysayers that say you're 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 trashing the token because they're not actively doing that. I think what's happening, as I said, is that it's a hard target because you're focused only on the anime market and they've done aggressive marketing pushes, but I do think that they have to start launching some things. When they launch, I think you're going to get more eyes on the product, but they're coming into a very oversaturated playing field. NFTs are already at... Peak saturation, it's hard to kind of make inroads into it now, unless you really stand out. They've refined the artwork, but I'm not sure compared to what else is out there. I just had somebody, I was looking at their artwork, and it's tremendous artwork. We're talking Bob Ross levels of great artwork they're selling for NFTs. And I just think it's a difficult thing to get into now, is NFT. Now that everybody knows about it, people are making millions off of it, lawyers are making hundreds of thousands of dollars. I think it's very crowded. And their target is very finite. So I think it'll be difficult for them, but not impossible. I think they're making all the right moves. And regardless of the utilities that they do, between the reflections and the burn mechanics that they have, if they get it to where it's basically kind of this self-building token and they get it to a point of success, I still maintain it has the potential to be the next Atama. It is going to be on Scytomask, as we've heard. I think that's going to get some more eyes on it. And hopefully, some of the naysayers will actively sell out. I suspect some of them will just say, I was here all along, beep, beep, regardless of them trashing it early on. I think they're just kind of being loud to try to entice some action. I don't think it's legit. And then I wanted just a brief mention I covered the New York, excuse uh, me, New York, New Year's token. And if you recall that one, I said, I'm not sure about this token. I'm not sure if they're legit. I'm not sure if they're long-term. I'm not sure if they're temporary, what the heck they're doing. I can confirm now based on price movements that I see that it's here to stay apparently, but people are using it kind of as a pump and dump, Not, not that the developers, but just investors. They're using it as a pump and dump situation. So you could buy, because its price is, you know, about a penny and a half right now, you could buy thousands of them Right. And then if it goes up by 50 percent or so, you could cash out major amounts of money on the thing. And so it's kind of in this pump and dump situation. The interesting thing is that pretty much everything is doing that same thing. So New Year Token's doing it. I would argue Kishimoto's doing it right now. Uh, ID Finance is doing it, even Keanu. And you're like, Keanu. I thought they were dead. The team is dead, the token's not. The token's still there, it's a community token, so you, there's nothing saying you shouldn't buy it, but I don't recommend you do because it has no developers behind it. I could be flat wrong, and at some point it turns to the next Doge, for all I know, I don't know. I doubt it, but it is still having transactions going through it, which is kind of sad if you think about it. And I think it's just right now because of the Matrix Resurrections, people are just seeing Keanu, ooh, do, 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 and they're just jumping into it, that's my theory. But pretty much across the board, there's kind of this pump and dump going across different cryptos. Satama's subject to it. There's some pretty decent sell activity going on that I didn't expect going into 2022. I don't know. Um, and then Dozilla. Dozilla is being beat up like crazy. It's still here. It's still strong. It does recover. It's pretty elastic, but it's being beat up by excessive sell activities. Earnhub was having major sell-offs, even though they had sell blocks. Safe Moon all across the board, there's kind of this pump and dump going on. I don't know if that's just, I don't know what the timing relevance of that is, but it is across the board. So if you are seeing some weird reds and greens happening, I'm i am just, I'm physically seeing that people are buying a thing at dip and then they're selling it off profit. And who knows, maybe that's smart to do for them. It just seems weird because again, i am I'm bullish on pretty much every single one I've seen do that too leading into 2022 with the exception of new year token, but who knows new year token may shock me and just last the course and then skyrocket to a couple of dollars. Well, if you, you know, if it goes to 10 bucks, which it could based on the inventory and you only toss, you know, a few bucks at the thing, you could end up with thousands of dollars off of a token. Nobody figured would survive because it's no longer relevant. Who knows? So that's my updates. I got for you. I doubt I'll do an afternoon one as it stands right now. I'm just, I'm very, I'm bullish on everybody I've talked about today. It's just that I think weird decisions are happening and it's kind of concerning. And hopefully those concerns get allayed at some point with some stronger strategy, because it seems like they've missed some opportunities, especially SHIB, to really improve it and kind of change the game. And I think the AMA was underwhelming. And we saw that with some of the price movements where they're not going up as we would expect we are actually going down i think that'll fix in 2022 i don't think it'll stay down but until they do a stronger mechanic to make more utility of shib as in burns and gas and da, 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 I think it's going to be hard for shib to break past that all-time high the original all-time high and that's sad to see because it had so much momentum in 2021 that's not being capitalized on by Doing what they said they were going to do, which actually make SHIB its own coin, which would then take it to the next level, as we saw with Doge, and get the price movement in that direction. Because remember, there's always been that chatter of whether SHIB could even breach, you know, three zeros. Well, it was able to breach down to four. There's no, nothing stopping it from getting up to where Doge was. Well, that means you'd have a lot of millionaires. But if they're going to keep the same inventory and they're going to keep the same rate of burn and they're not going to turn into a coin and they're not going to use it for gas in lieu of Ethereum, you have the same problem you've always had, which is that people can't justify the gas fees to use your tools. So if you spit up another tool and it still requires Ethereum gas, you haven't solved the problem and I wouldn't expect price movement. If any of them are listening to this, I implore you to figure out how to get away from Ethereum gas, however you do it. It's not me to tell you what to do with your project, but figure out how to do what you said you were trying to do, which is get away from Ethereum gas, because to me, that's the only way that the SHIB and the ecosystem go to that next level. If you're just focusing on price movements, I think that's a short-sighted agenda, but it's your project. I'm just here as an investor trying to move us to the next level. Take care. That'll do it. For today's Crypto Talk Radio episode, I want to thank you for listening today. We know you've got choices. CryptoTalkradio.net, if you would, we would appreciate. At the very top, we have a contact form. Fill that out. Let us know what your thoughts are. If we're doing great or something you don't like, we always love to hear from our listeners. If you don't mind spreading the word, we would also appreciate that. If you think other people would benefit from the type of coverage that we do, we work hard to try to be different than every other type of podcaster or YouTuber that's out there. So hopefully we're on track with that. Finally, our YouTube channel, of course, is at Basic Cryptonomics. If you want to find us on there, those are dedicated, specific, exclusive types of episodes. So you'll hear things there that you won't hear on the podcast and vice versa. Check us out there for more quick and dirty coverages. Until next time, take care.